Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. As a reminder, you can watch the show along with all the visuals that go along with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. On this week's show, we have a lot to talk about, including Caesars rewards, downgrading tons of members who match their status via Wyndham. We'll let you know what happened and what you should look for. Plus Durango, the brand new luxury resort casino in the Southwest part of the Valley has broken ground. Find out what you can expect when that casino opens in a couple of years. We saw tanks rolling through Las Vegas. Vanderpump Paris is getting close to being done. And we talked a Native American casino in Northern California, plus the luxury home sites that are going out at Red Rock Canyon. Bonnie Springs is gone. Find out what's replacing it. You don't want to miss any of it. As a reminder, you can find all of our Vegas content, our podcasts, videos, and posts at mtmvegas.com. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, did you see all those tanks that were rolling down on the train tracks through Las Vegas, like hundreds of tanks just going through the street? It looked like a scene straight out of North Korea. Uh, are they? Fi- What's that movie with like Patrick Swayze back in the day where they had the high school kids and Russia like comes in with the tanks and they, oh, I can't remember the name of it. Red I don't Dawn. remember yeah, it either. They're but... refilming Red Dawn or, <laughs> or all, everything's going to Area 51 because the aliens got out. You never know. One of the two. Yeah, it's crazy to see that site. It's not something you see every day. According to the army or, or whoever it was, sure, uh, sure. These were <laughs> these were tanks were going uh, from Fort Irwin to Fort Hood or vice versa, and that they make the redeployments like this ten out of twelve months of the year or something. So it happens all the time. I don't ever remember seeing it happening in Las Vegas, but uh, nothing to worry about if you so were we, freaked out. So we move pieces from one place to the other, like every so often for no no reason. <laughs> It has to cost a lot of money, right, to move yeah. these tanks on, on trains. But yeah, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. So uh, Las Vegas, you're safe from invasion. All right, Mark, we have a lot to discuss this week, including what Caesars did to their uh, members with the diamond status match. Let's get into that. So basically, we've talked a lot about this, and we were one of the first blogs and uh, people in the space to cover this years ago, where Wyndham and Caesars had this partnership. And if you could get Wyndham status, you could get Caesar's diamond status and keep matching it back and forth and kind of what they called the carousel or the roundabout or all this stuff. People came up with all kinds of terms for it. That apparently died. Recently, Caesar's added language that if you don't have earned status with the partner program like Wyndham, then you don't get the status with them. And what they did was retroactively, they went back, anybody who they had matched to diamond status, they went and downgraded them back to uh, gold or wherever they're supposed to be. A lot of people have lost their status. It's uh, pretty painful. Yeah, it's surprising. Like, we knew this would end at some point, especially, you know, with Caesars being bought. And what we've seen over the last couple of years since that purchase is just, like, deteriorating anything that's value, anything that, you know, can cut costs type of thing, which this was definitely over the top and and stuff nobody deserved, for sure. So we're not, like, complaining about that. But you, you figured... Once we saw the terms and people were still getting matched, thought, okay, this is just setting it up for next year because they've already, the status match window's already open. People have already done it. But the fact that they're going back and retroactively clawing stuff back and taking dinner certs back and downgrading people's status, it, I didn't expect that necessarily. I mean, I thought they just kind of let it roll. It's been going like that for, you know, seven years now or however long it's been going on. So that's kind of what I figured, but you know, we shouldn't be surprised. It's just, it's Caesars these days. Well, what is surprising is a lot of these matches were done before they changed the terms, or we don't know the exact date that they changed the terms, but it was discovered a few weeks ago. So I believe some of these matches were done before that, and they haven't communicated with customers. You know, they could send out an email saying we changed our policies or whatever, but 
people are just logging in to see they were downgraded. No doubt people have reservations. Now I logged in after seeing this and my account was downgraded. I had tested out the match, but I have my diamond status through Founders Card and apparently there was a mix up with my account. So I've already contacted Founders Card and they've confirmed that uh, if you have your status through Founders Card, and we also know if you have it through the Wyndham Business Card, the Rewards Earner Card, that you get to keep your diamond status. So this is for people who basically match from Wyndham without having earned the status. So hopefully I'll have my status back, but I have a reservation for April. And you know I know people have reservations, so resort fees are gonna come into play, all kinds of stuff like that. So it's definitely not a customer-friendly move. It's almost like treating the people who matched as villains or as if they did something wrong when they were just following the terms of the promotion as it was. Yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna be upset, you know, and a lot of people are gonna shift especially in the miles and points space, going to shift their stays to MGM because MGM just refreshed their rewards program in gold. If you have Hyatt status and you match over, you can get uh, waived resort fees there now. And that was kind of the big perk of Diamond. I mean, the dinner uh, celebration dinner was nice. The show tickets, which are like non-existent now, so it's not even really a perk. And the lounge access isn't a perk anymore. So, you know, it was basically the the waived resort fees. So they're, they did all this to claw that back. And I could see them... You know, if you wanted to add terms where you have to earn uh, tier credits, kind of like how MGM has it set up, you have to actually earn the tier credits to get the celebration dinner. I think that'd be fine. Just the wave resort fees was kind of like the perk that people, I think, will miss the most. And that can add up to hundreds of dollars every year. So, you know, are you are you walking over a dollar to pick up a penny? I don't know. Are you going to lose a lot of reservations because of this? A lot of cash stays uh, because they don't want to pay the um, the resort fee now. So, I think it potentially could lead to that. I don't know how big of a, you know, we always think in this space that we make up a big number, but we're probably relatively small, which is probably why the match went on for so long. Yeah, it's certainly a big loss uh, for people who are doing it. Like I said, the good news is it's still possible to get diamond status without gambling a ton. And uh, we've learned that the Atlantis offer has been working, but who knows what will happen as they, you know, continue to enforce things because there are terms things. What happens when you show up to Atlantis and your status has been clawed back? <laughs> Given my experience at Atlantis with customer service, I would not want that to happen, Mark. I would not. You probably get billed for thousands of dollars, and then they would, uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want that to happen. But at least you can get it through the Wyndham business card, which is the best way. I think that's a ninety-five dollar annual fee. Is that right? Yeah, that that's the best way. Um, as well as they just came out with a match through. Uh, if you have FanDuel or DraftKings, a lot of states have. Um, uh, sports betting live now so if you get status through that some of their top tier status which isn't easy to achieve um, but if you do have that then you can match that over you just you do have to earn 100 tier credits uh once on property to to unlock the dinner which is pretty easy uh to do so that might be something if your match doesn't fall off and you're not seeing the dinner just earn 100 tier credits see if it happens it works out that way who knows if that's that's a thing that needs to be triggered now or not yeah, so and Founders Card, like I said, still going strong. So there's definitely still ways. We'll have some updated resources in the links uh, in the description. Let us know, though. Check your status. Let us know if you did this match. If you still have your status, what's going on? We're getting lots of reports of people downgraded. Uh, tons of reports, actually, at this point. So we'll keep you guys updated on the latest with that. Now, Mark, this week, Station Casinos also held a groundbreaking for their Durango Casino. I covered what the lot looks like in the area. On our construction video recently, so you can check that out if you want to see some more looks at that. And I'll throw some up if here. You want to see some dirt? Yeah. <laughs> so well, they made it better for the groundbreaking, and I'll, I'll show some uh, footage from other people there. Uh, they 
did a pop-up preview, as they called it, of the casino resort, including inspirational hotel vignettes set across the construction site. So things like, you know, the sign and what the beds will look like and, and things like that. But they had media out there, gave us more details of it. Let's start with the look. We got some new looks at what it's going to look like. Uh, it's pretty nice, very modern. They're kind of doing away with the gray kind of color scheme that's very popular these days, more like a whitewashed uh, thing with neutral tones, natural stone. Uh, what do you think? I think it looked cool. Uh, it looked nice, and it definitely is probably a step up from the properties that they've remained, you know, shuttered. And and I've seen people theorize that. Do you? And I don't know if you agree with this. Do you think this casino will be busier than the other ones that they've kept closed? And that's kind of the reason they did it. Like they're like, hey, we could have two or three okay casinos or one really good one, cheaper operations, but the same type of gambling numbers. Uh, you know, uh, you know the area a lot better. So I'm, I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that. Well, it's in a different area of town than those other ones. But basically, over the years, Station Casinos kind of ended up with two different tiers of hotels. Uh, they have like Green Valley Ranch and Red Rock, which are high-end resorts, beautiful pools. You know, they're destinations onto themselves. And this is what Durango is going to be. Uh, they also built Aliante Station uh, way back 10 years ago. That was in a similar sort of footprint, but that, they lost that through bankruptcy. So that's kind of their upscale thing. And that's where I think they want to head as a company. And then you had things like Boulder Station, Sunset Station, the Fiestas, Texas Station, which were just local kind of normal casinos. And those are the ones we're seeing some of them closed, uh, like the Fiestas and the Texas Stations. They're really on the lower end of the local casino market. So yeah, it does seem like maybe they're shuttering those to kind of get rid of their worst performing properties. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen, but most likely, you know, they'll sell the land or something. We wouldn't expect that they would sell it to a competitor at this point. But, you know, who knows how that works out. But, yeah, this is sort of them going into a higher-end space. $750 million is what they're going to spend on this. It's going to have an 83,000-square-foot casino. Yeah, it does <laughs> compare to all to the like, numbers we see. Yeah. Uh, but only uh, 200 hotel rooms to start, so smaller there. 83,000 square feet of casino space, though, is not uh, small. It's probably an average-sized casino. Uh, four signature food and beverage outlets. They're going to have the food hall concept, which is becoming so popular everywhere now, uh, a state-of-the-art sports book. Uh, what I really liked is 40 electric vehicle charging stations, Mark, so that got me all excited. There and you go. also, like Green Valley Ranch, like Red Rock, a resort-style pool, which is, a, you know, like I said, a destination. They have really good pools at those properties. So, yeah, it seems like it's going to be high-end. It looks great. While you're charging your Tesla, you can go into the food hall, which is also a mall food court, but yeah. Well, I mean, the food hall <laughs> concepts tend to, you know, the mall food courts tend to have like national chain stuff. Hopefully they bring in some local yeah, things and true. like, you know, more food truck inspired or, you know, we see what Resorts World has done. So I do like the trend towards food halls, trying to bring better quality food to a food court because it is still a they food court. But they should just do what Caesars does and name them all Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. But yeah, I think this is good. This is a heavily trafficked area of town. There's tons of traffic there already. This is going to create some more headaches, I think, in that realm. But, uh, you know, Station Casino has been around a long time in Las Vegas. They know how to run these places. I like Green Valley Ranch. I like Red Rock, even though I had talked, you know, on a previous show, what, a month, month and a half ago, saying how it feels a little dated. But the resort itself is nice, and they know how to run nice resorts. So I expect this to be pretty good. Yeah, it'll be cool to check it out when, uh, you know, when it's up and running. And and it is interesting to see them shift, you know, because over throughout the pandemic, we've talked about local casinos doing well. So you think even like 
lower end properties would be making money if they would keep it open. But it just shows the shift that they think, hey, higher end, even for locals, is kind of we want to be like a staycation or a place people come to for that. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Yeah, and this really is only about 10 minutes from the strip. It's not far from like Allegiant Stadium. It's on that side. So you could get there fairly easy via back streets and stuff like that. So there is some draw there too. It's much closer, I'd say, to the strip than some of their other properties. So uh, good for a destination. And we'll keep you guys updated as construction goes on and let us know what you think about these new renderings and what they revealed. All right. Also revealed this week was that Bonnie Springs Resort. This is a kind of used to be a private ranch out in the Red Rock area, Mark, that had like train rides and had like an old West town where you could see like cowboy shootout shows and a petting zoo. A really cool place to bring the family. It closed a few years ago. A developer bought it, said they were going to build houses out there. We now learned what they're building. Uh, it's called the Reserve at Red Rock Canyon. 16 home sites, $5 million a piece. People are very upset about this, about taking something that was sort of a historic family attraction and then building 16 super wealthy sites in the middle of Red Rock Canyon on private land. Uh, we knew it was coming, but yeah, that's what they're doing. What do you think? They're trying to get Gene Simmons back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll be a little bit warmer or a little cooler out there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of just, you know, we, we talked about, uh, I think it was last week, about how crazy the housing market is. So it, these people are coming in with a lot of money and driving up prices. So if you're going to go after something, you're going to build a high end. And, you know, building 16 houses and making that kind of money is is pretty insane. So I can see why they did it. I can also see why people would be upset, but you know, they should have started a foundation, bought the land, kept it running, something like that. I mean, once uh, a place goes up for sale, you, you really can't do anything about it, I don't think. The other thing to consider here is this is an incredibly unique place, right? This is surrounded by BLM land. This is a national conservation area, Red Rock is. So to be able to own a, la- a home right out in the middle of this, is very unique. It's very sort of scarce. And so that's why the prices are going to be high. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who would love to have a house out there. And really, the city has grown to where the Mountain's Edge area is maybe 10 or 15 minutes away. Summerlin area is 15 minutes away. So you're not actually that remote, yet you're out in the middle of nature and basically a really beautiful area. So yeah, I mean, I wish I had $5 million to, to buy a lot there, but not going to happen. subscribers. <laughs> yeah, make sure you subscribe and tell them a million of your friends, and then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I'll put it if I get five million, I'll put a train ride around it, and I'll we open should, it up once in a while a for everybody. Go fund me like every everybody else with YouTube does. <laughs> there you go, there you go. All right, so let's move on to food. Let's talk a little bit of food. You're a big fan of Vanderpump, uh, the show Vanderpump Rules, and the Vanderpump Cocktail Garden at Caesar's Palace. As am I. I mean, it's very pricey, but it's a cool place. You know, the food is pretty good. The drinks are pretty good. And they're opening up the space in the former Laurel Lounge or Diamond Lounge at Paris, Vanderpump Paris. We got a first look at it on TikTok, and I think it looks really good. It, it mixes in really well with the decor of Paris. What are you, you kind of surprised, like I am, how quickly this came together? I've, I felt like it was going to take a lot longer than this to, to rehab that whole space into, you know, and uh, Lisa always has really great designs and stuff and very high-end stuff. And it always looks really cool, which this, uh, of course, did as well. But, you know, to transform that, it was kind of dingy, dark, boring uh, lounge. And it was closed off. And now it's kind of open and, you know, airways breathing through it. And just, you know, it has that sex appeal and everything. I really thought it would take a lot longer than this. 
Yeah, I agree. This space was dark, very dark uh, before. They've done a great job with it. Looking forward to trying it out when it opens. I think it's a great use of the space. Sad to lose that lounge, uh, obviously, but uh, that's something. That's a, a different story for another day. All right, so moving on. There's this other uh, TikTok account I found, Real Brandon from Vegas, and he likes to talk real kind of food things, and I, I really do like his account. And he talked about Los Tacos better than Tacos El Gordo. He says there's five taco shops in Vegas that are better than Tacos El Gordo. So I, he didn't list them all, but he said Los Tacos, which there's two locations in Vegas. I had forgotten, Jasmine and I used to go to this place like quite often many years ago. Tacos are really, really good. I still think Tacos El Gordo is better, but I just wanted to give people more recommendations. I know people are always looking for great places. Los Tacos has a location on Sahara near where Tacos El Gordo is, another one on Charleston. Uh, near downtown so maybe the uh, definitely want to so highlight crazy. that maybe the lines aren't so crazy that yeah no it's staying out at they won't be. world that's a good idea go check that out instead of the mob that is tacos al gordo all right and then one last food story jet's pizza this is something that mark is very excited about because this is a detroit staple apparently it's coming to henderson near the gallery mall on sunset mark says this is the best chain pizza in the world uh, so uh, yes, I'm excited to try sure. it out. Good Detroit pizza coming to Vegas. Yeah, it's not like a hundred percent traditional Detroit style, but it is very good, and it does have like the crispy edges and you know the burnt cheese into the crust and everything, which is a very unique flavor that you don't really get anywhere else, and it's way better than Pizza Rock's uh, try to, try to be Detroit style knockoff. That's a horrible, but um, sorry, I had to put the dig in there. But yeah, it's, it's probably my favorite <laughs> chain uh, pizza. It's a, it's a very solid, like eight out of ten for me. Uh, get the deep dish style. The rounds actually, their round is pretty good too. But I have a friend that owns uh, part of one, and you know they're just busy. They're everywhere. Like they're they're starting to pop up they're big in the Midwest, down in uh, Florida, and kind of the East Coast, and now working its way out. So I think they'll be everywhere at some point. But a lot of growth over the last 10, 15 years, and. Hopefully I have some video up right now from my buddy. He said he'll take some video of a, a pizza coming out of the oven uh, while he's at work tomorrow. So, you know, you guys get to see it and then, you know, have the saliva uh, dripping from your tongue and, and then want to go check it out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. All right, let's pivot to Excalibur. Just in case anybody out there was thinking about booking a cheap Excalibur uh. stay, Wave Resort, be <laughs> with their goal. A Las Vegas blogger on TikTok recently stayed there and did a video and... Yeah, this is worse than I've ever seen for Excalibur. I know people love to make fun of it, but a dusty phone, dry stains all over the tables, greasy curtain, mystery stains on the bed skirt, and a lot of them, pet hair on the couch. Oh my God, this looked like a nightmare. Uh, it made me, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to stay That's there again anytime soon. Housekeeping still still <laughs> such an issue in Vegas. Yeah, really. I mean, it's kind of crazy just how much they're still struggling with it and you know, we, we haven't talked about it. I don't think it was on the uh, agenda today, but Uber drivers are quitting right and left in Vegas as well, which has been an issue since the pandemic started because of gas prices. So, you know, I, I think that's going to be an issue. Getting around Vegas is going to be an issue. And then getting a clean room is still an issue. Even at high-end resorts, you know, like on Aria that charge four or $500 a night, they can't even keep their rooms clean. So it's just kind of crazy. Yeah, that's nasty. We'll put a link in the description if you want to see it again. Uh, yeah, just opened my eyes to stay away from Excalibur because if housekeeping is struggling at to your point at the higher end resorts, you know it's going to struggle at a place like Excalibur. Although I did stay at Luxor this year or last year and it was fine. So who knows? All right. So we talked about Chris Angel 
And an update on that, we talked about how he was struggling to sell tickets. Then all of a sudden, they just canceled all of the March performances. And uh, basically, like all the performances March 11th. He got hurt in the middle of a performance, I guess. Everybody's saying it was fake. Who knows? Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, like Scott... Like 10 minutes uh, in, they're just like, it's over. Done. Sorry. He, and then he wow. went to the hospital for a groin injury. But then they said that people were saying that he did like a private show the next day or so. I don't know. So it just seems really uh, fishy. Yeah, I think it's just another case of ticket sales aren't quite where they should be. And perhaps uh, there are some rumors that he's having some creative struggles with uh, Franco Dragon, who's helping create the show. So uh, who really cool knows name. what's going on there? What a cool. Yeah. Oh, Dragon. He's the one who created Lorev and he came from Cirque back in the day. Um, so he created a lot of just those early Cirque it, shows in Vegas. Just yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, so uh, no, I mean, is Vegas where shows go to die now? I feel like if you are anybody, stay away. Just don't open it. Brittany, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lady Gaga's doing pretty good. A lot of people are doing pretty good in Vegas. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's still a struggle. It's it's weird because we've talked about hotel occupancy is really high, especially on the weekends. Uh, gaming revenues, of course, are at record levels, but the show stuff it does seem to just be a little bit slower. And you know. Vital Vegas makes some points. You know, the name of this show, Amistika, is sort of weird. It's not really evident that Chris Angel's in the show or what the show's about in any of I the mean, marketing is, materials. Is Chris Angel even big anymore? Like, does it do most I think people he like... has a lot of a lot of fans, you know. I think, do you think, you know, like, he... the, the 25 to 30-year-olds know who he is, though? I don't feel like, you know, he hasn't been on anything in, like, 10 years, 15 yeah, years. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that they'll get the show off the ground and it'll do well. Um, because magic shows in Vegas do when the shows rebound in general. You know, it doesn't have to be. They've had some bad. Anything great. Some bad. <laughs> I've been to some bad uh, magic shows in Vegas, and they, they still bring them out. So there you go. There you go. All right. I uh, forget, okay, let me tell a story. I forget okay. which one it was, but uh, it was like a day show. So you know it's not great, but it was like free tickets or whatever. And the guy's like, I'm going to take the stripes off this tiger. And then he waves a thing, and then a, you could tell it's a totally different tiger. It was like, it was like 75, 80 pounds <laughs> lighter <laughs> it's like yeah. okay buddy maybe you should feed him the same i don't know that would be an idea that's funny i haven't been to any of those tiger shows ever in vegas i never got to siegfried and roy and then the other ones just seemed like they would be cheap imitations of that so i just never yeah. yeah i never did it well good to know that i didn't miss much uh, there other than a little comedy maybe all right so the last thing i want to talk about i'm traveling again obviously not at home uh, but i am staying at the bear river casino which is in Humboldt, Cali, Humboldt County, California, uh, not far from our friend Ian, who lives in Ferndale, and Eureka is near here. And, you know, I stopped in here. Weed capital of the world. Yeah, something like that, <laughs> <laughs> where they, they do all that. Also, Bigfoot is from this area, apparently, so a lot of interesting things here. But this is a Native American casino, and uh, we thought we'd stop in here for the night. The first thing is, around this area, it's probably the nicest hotel, so... Uh, me not wanting to stay in another terrible motel along uh, the highway. We've been coming up Highway 1, uh, went through you know Big Sur, uh, did the drive north of San Francisco, basically driving the entire coast of California up into Oregon. Absolutely beautiful, all kinds of great sights. But we stopped in the casino. I thought I'd give people a look at it. What a very small Native American casino in the middle of nowhere in California is. And I was surprised, Mark, the casino is very, very nice. It's actually bigger than I thought really high-end materials. The hotel is very nice as well. Um, just like in most places, the hotel and casino are separate, so you have a separate lobby, so kids, you know, aren't going through the casino and stuff. 
And they have uh, what I think is really cool is the uh, soft drinks on tap, just like in Detroit. So you don't have to uh, wait for a cocktail. Yeah, only serve, Vegas so. is cheap. Only Vegas is cheap. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It was pretty hopping, pretty busy. A lot of old locals, it seems like. But, uh, you know, it was like 100 bucks a night. Cheaper than anywhere else. Like I said, cheaper than some really bad motels. But it got me thinking about, like, what are the pitfalls of staying in a casino as uh, my wife decided to go downstairs at like nine o'clock last night to get a little break and then lost a few dollars. So then that kind of offset the savings three in the morning. (laughs) No, she wasn't gone that long, but a good thing about it though, is they have free chargers for the Tesla. So got to charge the Tesla's battery all the way up for free. And that kind of offsets some of the costs too. But yeah, I really uh, enjoyed it. And it's kind of cool to see a local casino that's not part of the national chains. This is its own thing. This its own tribe here. But that also means that any money that she lost, we're not going to get any uh, offers that are, we'd have to come all the way back up here, which I'm not sure that's going to happen. So, but really nice. Yeah, I, I've always found uh, tribal casinos to be very nice, but we have quite a few around Michigan and they're all, you know, pretty, pretty nice, higher end, uh, nice hotels type of thing. And just a lot of people in there all the time, man. So they keep them busy for sure. Yep. So let us know in the comments what your favorite tribal local casinos are that are kind of outside the major players. I'd love to talk to you guys about that. And also, any of these other stories, what do you think about Chris Angel, tanks going through Las Vegas, $5 million lots out at Red Rock or Durango, the new casino. Detroit-style pizza. Detroit-style pizza. Caesars downgrading everybody. It's crazy. Don't forget, if you like this show, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a comment, smash the thumbs up, whatever works for you. Also, for everything Vegas-related, our posts... Our podcasts, our videos, head to mtmvegas.com. Thanks so much to everybody who subscribes, listens, watches. We really appreciate it. Talk to you guys next time. See you next week.